Hi, everybody. Hey, what's up? It's <laughs> Chen TV. We're doing it old school style tonight. That's I right. am Davey G. And I am James Chen. How's everybody going? So there's no Steven or Steve. Apparently he likes to be called Steven. That's right. So now we have a distinction. We have a Steve and a Steven. That's right. That's right. Steven being Sejam. Also, his last name is Lion, not Lions. That's right. Neither of these things were things that I knew about him at first. <laughs> we're going to talk about the stuff that's up here. Sports buys eSports. It's been happening. Yep. It's starting to merge. Yeah, it's it starting kind of to is. merge. Including yep. Uh, yep. some people we'll talk about who uh, wouldn't have expected. But, <laughs> uh, we'll talk about the fact that Urian is now out and playable and our impressions on him. And, of course, part of that is discussing how he got there. Uh-huh. And uh, it didn't go so well. Right. Uh, we've got events like EGX to cover, which just took place. Uh, one of the last premiere events was a pretty exciting event. And, uh, yeah, but, uh, dude, lots of things coming up this weekend. So the reason why Steven and Steve are not here are because they are heading towards TwitchCon for some cool announcements. So, uh, and then we're heading to ESL this weekend, and of course there's also CEO Taku this weekend. There's a bunch of stuff. I think there's another event this there weekend too. Is. Yeah, 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 so yeah, it's pretty which crazy. Which we will cover, but we, we would like to talk about the ESL pools, because that's going to be super interesting. Oh, yeah, 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 okay, okay. So, to start with, let's <laughs> talk about the fact that sports is buying esports. So, NBA, including uh, folks such as Magic Johnson, uh, but not, so, okay talk about who bought what yes right. uh-huh, uh-huh. so well I mean look already already out of all of the athletes in traditional sports in in a sports athletic sports right yes um, we already have Rick Fox and Shaquille O'Neal in fact Shaquille O'Neal did something with Filipino champ earlier today I didn't get a chance to see it I think they played each other in Street Fighter 5 or something like that yeah. and I didn't get a chance to I see didn't watch that. It either. so um, but already the NBA players are a lot more involved and then all of a sudden, this weekend, uh, one of the first things we heard was the Philadelphia 76ers purchased... So they bought Dignitas and Apex. Um, so a couple of pretty uh, major teams. Apex is relatively an upstart, but it has a lot of backing. And uh, now it's gone. Um, it had a guaranteed spot in the League of Legends Championship Series, so that's what they got there. And then I guess what's going to happen is that they're going to keep the Dignitas brand, which is a big brand right. in esports. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So now their teams are going to be called All Dignitas, but there's going to be like the league spot and then whatever else it is that Dignitas does. And that's all owned by 76ers, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. Not, so weird. Like, according to reports, not even like folks from the 76ers, but like the, the orga- 76ers. Yeah. Uh, entity. So you know what? They should be 76ers, you know, pipe, Dignitas, pipe. Right? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, then after that, like almost like one or two days right step. afterwards, uh, we immediately got news, not as much as a, an entire basketball team, although it's like co-owners of the Golden State Warriors, and yeah. of course Magic Johnson is involved in this, and Magic Johnson has always been, I, I think he's still part co-owner of the Lakers. At I think this you're point. right. Yeah. So those so, two guys, who else? Um, yeah, right. So this is Peter Gruber, Ted Leonsis, who's the owner of the Washington Capitals oh, okay. hockey team. Um, Peter Gruber is CEO of the Mandalay Entertainment Group. Uh, other backers, right, NBA star Magic Johnson, AOL co-founder Steve Case, <laughs> entrepreneur and motivational speaker Tony Robbins. <laughs> what? It's like, 
this is that's the single most bizarre part. Yeah, yeah, uh huh. And Dick Clark Productions CEO Alan Shapiro. Dick Clark Productions is getting into esports. What does Dick Clark Productions do besides like New Year's Rock and Eve? You know, I, could, I have no idea at all. Right? Yeah. Like it now is so they bought Team Liquid, right? Yeah. Is Team Liquid gonna have like some big countdown celebration of the ball coming down Team Liquid headquarters. Ryan Seacrest is sitting there, and we're gonna bring on our friend, Mr. Team Liquid Knuckle Dude. Hello, right? what's going on, Knuckle Dude? Dude, Knuckle Dude's gonna walk up and be like, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah." It's it's such a wild story, um, but it's it's in keeping with what has been happening in esports over the last couple of years. You mentioned other people who are involved, and uh, no, it's gonna it's gonna keep growing in this way. Yeah. So what what, what are your what are, what are your thoughts? on these purchases and sort of on the general trend. Ah, it's 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 a it's a double-edged sword for me to be honest. Like to have well one, you know, we already I guess the three main points I'm I'm going to just put out there right okay. now, right? One is we've already been kind of, you know, uh, esports, esports, you know, trying to associate ourselves with sports and not associate ourselves with sports and you know, I've always wanted to consider us something separate than than a sports, right? T sports, whatever you want to call T-sport. it. T sports. Traditional sports, okay. you know. Um, I feel like this is really not gonna let that happen at yeah. this point. You know, at this point, I it's like we're going down the same path now, right? But uh, secondly, though, I mean, in terms of from a business standpoint for fighting game community for esports in general, it's a good sign. Because if big money corporations like this are getting involved, especially ones that are sports, that already have all that background, look, the only reason why League of Legends is successful um, is one of the main reasons they're successful is because they studied sports and they studied their broadcasts and they studied that kind of uh, that entertainment package. And so they've been able to do a pretty decent job with the, uh, with the, with the LCS, right? Um, so having sports organizations take over esports stuff seems kind of promising. I mean, if this keeps going and then all of a sudden, like, all these things happen, then, you know, it, it seems like it might be good for the business. But then again, the third point is that I'm scared because once you start getting these big teams in here, like six, Sixers buying Team Dignitas and, and everything, um, I don't know how much room there is for smaller groups. Like, how do small groups come in and try to form a new team? Right. And are they only doing it just to get bought out by a big sports right. group? You know what I mean? Like, what? Who's gonna buy EG now? You know, who's gonna buy uh, any number? Uh, EG is owned by Twitch, which is owned by Amazon, yeah, right? That's so true. like, EG's already taken. <laughs> that's but true. no, no. But I, I, I get your point. Yeah, yeah. But I, or, or I guess I should say something like Team Solomon or something like that. Yeah. Right? So yeah, what's next right. at this point in time? So. Right. But, uh, um, yeah. Um, it. it so I, I'm with you in that I see both positives and negatives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, it's nice to have the positives of a bunch of resources. Yes. Re- resources are great. I'm not opposed to that. I also like the fact that in both of these cases, like the the 76ers kept on the people who are already involved. It, uh-huh. Like they didn't like install their own new people right. into these teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing like there's even a quote from the CEO of, of the 76ers who says, we were smart enough to know what we didn't know. And so they brought on people who have previous experience. That's good. Fantastic. That's good. Okay. Uh, and then Team Liquid co-CEOs, Steve Arhanson and Victor Goosens are gonna stay on. Like stuff like that. Like that, 
if if there's extra resources, but the people who like built it and are in more endemic, mm -hmm. if they're the ones who stay on, then like that's great. Like I feel like that's sort of what we have always wanted, which is to, at least in FGC, is to build in such a way that we remain the people who are yeah, doing it uh -huh, uh -huh. with extra resources, but like we're the people who more or less are still doing. Right. I think we're I think we're doing that okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it. So if that can continue in, in esports more broadly, I think that's a nice thing. Just um, get the NBA to buy Evo, and then we're gonna be dude, like <laughs> if, if they if they bought Evo and they didn't change anything, yeah, they just they were just like, let, let, here's a billion dollars. Yeah, but Tom okay. Tony Wizard, you guys keep doing your thing, Wesley. Yeah. You know, here you like go. I don't have any. I don't have any problem or any problem with that. Yeah, but I I do agree with you about the small players. Uh -huh. A lot of these teams started out that way. Like I remember Team Liquid starting out smaller. I was I was big into Brood War back in the day, and I remember like going on TeamLiquid.net and like talking about. It. Like I remember the start of it. Right. Um, so the, like these people are, they started small. They've been able to build bigger. I don't know if that's going to be something that's still possible in the future. Right. Um, so something that just came out in the public. Uh, was that I was I represent or I guess I represented an esports team called Team Dragon Knights right. that got banned <laughs> by Riot. Uh, just three days after they got banned, Riot introduced them to a major NFL team to sell. Oh, really? To that, oh, yeah, I mean it's okay, all public okay, now. Okay. Um, to sell to that NFL team. My client is relatively small. And they, in my view, they got pushed out. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this is why, but it seems suspicious to me. Just after that, they were introduced to an NFL team. Right. Uh -huh. So it seems to me like the goal was get rid of these dudes for whatever reason. Right. Uh, and but like should... install immediately yeah. fancy ass people. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I, I, I do think that that is a concern. I think it's going to be tougher for people who are a little bit more endemic to continue to make things, to, to be involved, to, right. to make new things. So. On the one side, I like that it's extra resources, but on the uh, which is good because it can help further people like Team Liquid, which I have a lot of respect yeah, yeah, for. Yeah. Uh, uh. Uh, on the other, it can prevent a new Team Liquid from even becoming right. a thing, right? Like it's going to be rare or impossible to have something start out as like a website that people go to, and then they start sponsoring a player, and then right. ten years later, like it's it's going to be tough, I think, to make that happen. Yeah, it's interesting because. Um it's gonna be okay for I think a few years. Like maybe once NBA buys like like let's say of different organizations, sports organizations, right? Buy like five, six different big teams. We're still gonna be in a position where, you know, other teams can form and get big enough to get bought out. But once you get up to about like twenty, twenty five teams, I feel like that's it at that point. Because that I feel like that would kind of saturate the market and no small group can get in there anymore mm. because Basically, everyone would want to join an existing team as opposed to trying to form a new one. So sure. that would be kind of bad. But then at the same time, if, let's say, Knuckledew was like, hey, all of a sudden they're giving me this like real legit salary now that Liquid yeah. is owned by like a real company, yeah. like they can afford to pay us salaries, then it's like, is it really bad? You know? <laughs> it's, no, it's, I, uh, I, I hear you. I mean, there are, there are pluses and minuses, yeah. man. It's... I'm not sure whether it's a good thing overall, but it's certainly at least partly a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, 
I mean, it's it's a big business opportunity for everybody. There's like a land grab going on. Yeah, but it, I mean, to me, I think, like I said, one of the big interesting things is just what it really says about what esports is going. I mean, look, we've been doing commentary for what? How long now? Like seven, Six, seven, seven years. Eight, seven years. But like maybe three years, four years into it, we were always inundated, inundated with people being like, esports is the next big thing. Put all in on esports. This is going places, and we're always like, eh, you know. Don't quit your day job. Yeah, exactly. But now, at this point in time, it's like, hmm, maybe something is happening here. I don't it know. It could be. It's happening a lot faster than I ever thought it was. Thought it would, and For it's sure. picking up a lot more readily than I ever thought it would be. I have people who know nothing about video games coming up to me and they're like, oh, I read an article about esports and I thought of you, you know, because uh, I told them about some of the stuff that I yeah. do, you know, and it's, it's weird. It's weird. So, yeah, dude. Uh, my, my, my buddy, another lawyer in esports, uh, Bryce Blom, wrote an article for ESPN. Is he the guy that you do the, the podcast, the, the stream with? Or? Oh, he's not actually. That's oh. Ryan, Ryan Morrison. Okay, but, okay, um, okay. But yeah, you know, it, Bryce is a real good dude. He represents a lot of people in esports. Uh, he wrote a thing on eSport uh, on ESPN uh, that said that he thinks that uh, eSports is going to be as big as sports sports by 2060. <laughs> S sports. Yeah, I just called sports sports. By when? 2060. 60, okay. okay. 60. That seems like it's... Uh, it's a long way to go. Well, see, I think that that's like... Uh, Pessimistic, I guess. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, maybe not even pessimistic. Maybe not realistic. If it's not going to happen by the time twenty sixty rolls around, I hope I'm alive for that. <laughs> but there's a pretty good chance that I'm going to be basically eighty years old and right. I, I won't uh -huh, be around. Okay. Uh -huh, yeah. So certainly a lot of our generation will have been gone. Uh -huh, uh -huh. If it doesn't happen by the time our entire generation grows up and dies, it's probably just not going to happen. Yeah. So I, I feel like if it's gonna happen, it's gonna be ha it's gonna happen way sooner than that. Well, and I feel like it's uh it's already getting closer, man. I, I like um, uh, Blink Templar asks the question in the chat: Is it growth or is it a bubble? Yeah. I mean, is it gonna get to that point where it's just like, oh, everyone runs in there and they're like, wait a second, this isn't working out. So I pop. I definitely think that League <laughs> of Legends is a bubble. Okay. I, okay. I definitely think League is, is a bubble. Uh, I don't think that esports in general is a bubble because. There's just like a generation of people grown yeah. up who watch games and play games. And interestingly enough, I almost feel like the fighting game community, in my opinion, obviously I'm biased because I'm a part of it, but I almost feel like it's one of the safer ones to invest in at this point. Just I mean, because you're starting out lower, right? Like yeah, well, one, it's lower, but two, it's just it's <laughs> also because it wasn't like, hey, oh, we need to be big. Here's all this money, boom. You know, right. and then it goes away, right? Fighting game community, I feel like it'll, like, if you were, like, I mean, we've been building this whole entire time. Yeah. And so if somebody came and gave us a bunch of money and then went away, we would be like, all right, let's go back to where we were. Yeah. Okay. And where we were on our own was at the Mandalay Bay on ESPN2. Right, not too shabby. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, which we did on our own without corporate backing and all this stuff. Yeah, so like I'd, Evo folks ran that stream, right? Like, yeah, uh-huh, exactly. So, you know, I, I think fighting game community is kind of like the smart play. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, if only EMP had stuck around for another 10 years. 
He's gonna be back, dude. You know so, he'll be back. He, here's here's one good thing about a bunch of money being involved uh-huh. is that very low level hucksters are not gonna be. Oh, it's not right, gonna be viable right, anymore. Right. They're not gonna be like join my team because I can do all this yeah, for you. Yeah, it's not it's not gonna make sense. Like you're not gonna go to Ted Leonsis, like this big businessman who's been owning a professional sport team forever, <laughs> and you're not gonna like wow him with. <laughs> It's not gonna happen. Here's your contract. <laughs> it's a, yeah. yeah. It's definitely not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. So, uh, so oh, I guess that's one benefit. Oh man. But uh, it's exciting. It's exciting. I think there's a lot of potential for it. So, uh, again, see where it goes for the next couple of years. And, and, and to be honest with you, I've been pessimistic about esports my whole entire life. I've always been kind of, eh, you know. And honestly, it's been continually surprising me. Like yeah. it's actually been surprising me with uh, its growth and its potential. Sure. Like I would not have guessed that we would be at this point. Uh, no, so. I remember actively saying we would not be. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll have to see who else sells to what. I wouldn't expect any professional sports leagues to buy an FGC team, like an FGC specific team. Right, right, soon, right. But, uh, I would expect more of this kind of thing to happen. Yeah, uh, it's curious now. I mean, because you said one of the ones for that bought uh, Team Liquid was a Capitals owner, yes. part Capitals owner, right? So obviously it's not just NBA. Then right. We've got hockey organizations. And Don't forget got Dick one. Clark. Yeah, Dick Clark. Dick Tony Clark Robbins. Productions and Tony, Tony Robbins. If you want to improve your life, play esports. Yeah. <laughs> so that's so wild. That is the wildest individual thing to me. Yeah. Tony Robbins. Yeah. Infomercial Esports yeah. owner. Uh-huh. From Street Fighter Five that oh, came yes. out, that added uh, many things such as Urian, super cool, new stage transitions, super cool. Uh, they added dailies, yay, super cool, you know, and uh, you get more costumes if you have a season pass. You can buy colors now and everything. Two steps back. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> bizarre. Uh, I I heard about this. Very, and credit to the people who are on PC and doing the good, you know, good work mm-hmm. with uh, looking into the files because it was very soon after the update came out that people started to talk about it. I literally updated my. Whoops! Hang on a second. People are telling me the audio's dead. Oh no! Hello, hello. Can you hear us? Did, did, did the cap cops come and shut us down? Cap cops. I need to figure out what's wrong with that. I know that the audio recently has been uh, coming up and down. And uh, again, it's one of those things that I've changed to nothing. But uh, I'll have to, maybe what I'll do is I'll just unplug everything one day and plug it all back in and have it fall apart and then fix it. Why not? Day. So, uh, do you guys, can you? Okay. Okay, I guess we're good now. Okay. Sounds to me like it's good. Yep, but Capcom's trying to shut us down through the audio. They installed an exploit onto the PC. So. They did. And you were saying that uh, a lot of people were figuring out how to... Like, it was just found very quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, and that's uh, nice. Credit to those folks. Uh, I saw people who I really respect, dudes working on, like, frame trap thing, and, uh, you know, other people who I've seen post about the inner workings of the PC mm-hmm. version. I'm no coder. I'm no programmer. Right. Um, so I, I respect those folks, and they were saying, get rid of this thing immediately. And I was like, you got it, <laughs> So very soon after I downloaded the update... I deleted the entire program from my computer, yeah. and also the little file. 
that's kind of crazy. Yeah, and, I, and, that, and that I, I, had to do that. I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but apparently they had Mike Z on Super Desperation Radio yesterday, mm. and he talked about it in great detail as well. Obviously, Mike would know better than pretty much anybody yeah. what this thing is doing. So if you guys get a chance, check that out, uh, Super Desperation Radio. Like I said, uh, had Mike Z on to talk about it. But um, yeah, I mean, look, every time Capcom tries to do anything that like is goodwill and like everything is like seems all happy, they just seem to shoot themselves in the foot with just like these silly, silly, silly things. Like, who came up with this idea to get around the hacking exploits this way? You know? Yeah, I, I it, it's baffling. I mean, from what I read on Reddit, uh, people who looked into this said that the most likely thing that happened was that whoever made this like actually got it from a a, a rootkit. Like they, that's what they built the code from. <laughs> like that's the origin of it. Right. Uh, uh, Why would you even be looking that stuff up? Dude, someone, it doesn't make any sense. Someone joked that it was uh, Sony who like put out all those rootkits on the on their CDs yeah. to prevent from sharing music, and then they helped fund. Street Fighter Five. Why not? <laughs> that was like ten years ago. But, yeah. You know, it's just, Sony's like we have a solution. For you. Right. Yeah. There you go. And it's just it's totally bizarre. It's yeah. it's just totally off the wall bizarre. I mean, the nice thing is Capcom did put out a patch to refix yes. it, but then it didn't even delete the Capcom.sys file from your Windows 32 directory. Yeah. Which you still have to do yourself, and sometimes some people even reported they couldn't delete it at all. Like, they had to, like, boot in the safe mode to be able to delete that file, you know, and, oh, it's just... It's just wild, man. It's, like, uh, it's been... Look, it's, it was already the worst major fighting game. Like, it, it started off that way, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, but even... I remember saying just a week or two ago, right? Hey, this is like it's a real full game now, <laughs> right? They're, like, you can play against the arcade mode. Yeah, uh-huh. And... In order to do so, you have to download a rootkit. What is? That? What are you doing? Oh, man, I, I am looking forward to and also dreading seeing folks at CPT stuff like haunts and being like, "What?" <laughs> what happened? Hey, well, look. I'm I not sure how those conversations are gonna go. I, <laughs> like, I can't imagine he had any part to play in it. Oh like, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's uh -huh. just as baffled as everybody. You know, yeah. It's, it's just. All I'm gonna say is, Wild I play Street Fighter Five on PS4, Console Master Race. Console Master Race. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so I, I really wanted to try out Yurian, and then I found out about this rootkit. <laughs> I had to delete it. I tried to go on PS4, and it turns out that my PS4, my PSN account, like has been defunct for a month or something. Right. Yeah. I, got I remember reading that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I don't even know. I haven't even looked into it yet, even still. But. I thought that I wouldn't be able to play Urian until they put the thing out okay, again. Okay, okay. Uh, man, it's... I just, it's so disappointing. It's so <laughs> disappointing. At every turn, when, even when you, you think it's going to be better. And then this news comes out, and I remember seeing it on Reddit, not on like, our Street Fighter or uh, whatever, but on Game or Games, whichever the oh, Street Fighter I was getting and stuff. Like, it's, it was like, Big time news. Uh, like people uh, who don't know fighting be, games. It has to be. Yeah. If something's installing an exploit that if people know about on your computer and then they can execute whatever they want on your computer remotely, yeah, that is a problem. That so, is a problem. Yeah. I mean, look, it's it's funny because like I made a joke tweet and it got like retweeted like seven hundred billion times. It's funny because like I, I think I'm known as one of the biggest Street Fighter Five Defense Force people on Twitter because I'm always like it's not as bad as you guys are saying it is and everything yeah. like that. But man, they don't make it easy. <laughs> Look, I said, I said from the 
from the start. I really enjoy the gameplay. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, I think uh-huh. the gameplay is a big thumbs up, and everybody involved in that, I have a lot of respect. I yep. think you did a great job. Yeah. Pretty much no good words to say about the rest yeah. of the project. And and you know all the like I said, you can tell that Capcom doesn't watch our show because I swear if they did, we would be dead with the amount of time uh, you said bad things about I know. About no, them. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> I, 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 you know, it, it's hard. It's hard for me to sit here and say like, you should buy this game. You should play it. I hear at you. this point in time, it's a fun game. But you know, right, if, if you're like, you know what, I don't want to risk having exploits on my computer. I'm like, yeah, guilty no, gear. Right. Well, sure. Blaze Blue's coming sure. out. So King of Fighters. Instead of looking up Yuri, and I played KOF and I tried out the new patch. Oh, cool. Oh okay. no, I'm sorry, okay. KI. I oh, KI. 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 Yeah, okay. I okay. KI okay. Patch, so. Nice. Nice. But I did finally get to play Urian. Have you played Urian much? I've only just messed around with him in training mode. I haven't played him against people. Yet. Okay. And I've seen a lot of the Abuki videos. <laughs> he has the same situation with Abuki. Look how amazing this character is, full bar, all V-trigger. You know, it's like, um, okay. But uh, so far, what I've noticed about the character that I really like is that the Aegis Reflector shenanigans, first of all, shout-outs to whoever designed the game balance in this game because they just said, you know what, we don't care if Aegis Reflector is stupid. Like, they made it as stupid as possible. It juggles as much as it can. Mm-hmm. It reflects supers, uh-huh. you know, and it does the thing where it can bounce you back and forth. You can go boing, boing, boing. They're like, you know what, this is what people it's want. Yeah. This is what people want. They put it out there. So shout-outs to them to make that decision because I was expecting Aegis Reflector to be massively nerfed Same. right but the fact that they went with that what i love about it it is i've seen a lot of players who have kind of been like i'm urian maybe my last hope to stay interested in street fighter 5 and then they play him they're like i love this this is like the most fun i've had in a long time because he's brought a lot of that joy back a lot of discovery and he, there is some execution factor with him you know with charge mechanics mm-hmm. and like fun ages setups and everything like that I just, I really like how he's made so far. He looks like he's a super fun character to use and uh, just has a lot of room for being mean and creative. Yeah. Obviously for a lot of resources, but uh, I, like I've seen a couple of people say like, this character's bringing me back into the game. Like I haven't had this good. much fun in a while. So. Yeah, he, he's a really interesting and well put together character. I think a lot of his tools make a lot of sense. So I haven't spent that much time in training mode actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't really feel a, the, like, compunction to lab it up as I used to. You know, I used to, like, come up with all this crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I haven't really felt like it lately, but it's I... because if you, if you... Hameko... Yeah, I used to Javits, race those guys. And Automata. No more. Dude, just, like, go follow them if yeah. you want Urian tech at this point in time. Yeah, Holy yeah. crap. I did a really good job. Yeah. Uh, but I, I have played against people with him, because I just oh, want, cool. I wanted okay, to understand okay. the tools. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. like, I would get an Aegis Reflector set up and, like, not really know what to do, but, like, yeah. that's not really the point. I just want to understand, like, what the normals are. Mm-hmm. Can I shimmy? Like, can like, right. yeah, like, yeah, how yeah, can yeah. I do? Uh-huh. It's a smart way to understand the character, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he's very strong. Really? Oh yeah, oh, dude. Okay. I feel like his fundamentals are a hundred percent there. Great buttons. Uh, good pressure. Good mobility. Reasonable defensive options. Like not mm-hmm. fantastic. But that's that's but the game. Right? It's the game. Yeah. Like he's uh, not Ryu. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, but like he's as he's everybody else, um, or as good as anybody else is. Uh, and then on top of that, he has really strong tricks and mix-ups. Like, day one, you could see cool setups for Aegis. Like, I don't know anything about it. 
or I didn't at the time, but like I just went into a match and I was like, I bet I can put out Aegis here and then do a headbutt over the other side and you're not going to know yeah, like, when to switch uh, blocking. Uh, like, uh. That's, it's just like immediately <laughs> obvious, right? right? Uh, uh. Then you also can tell that there's all this extra depth in there. Mm -hmm. So day one, I feel like he's already really good and he's just going to get crazier and crazier. And a, a lot of it isn't even resources. Like, have you seen the headbutt loops you can do mid-screen? Yeah, <laughs> which are super hard, by they, the way. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, yeah uh -huh. they, they, they definitely are. Um, but, but, if someone, but see, that... If someone pulls it off in a tournament, that's gonna it, be it's hype. Oh, right. Uh -huh. Exactly. Uh, but even even like single aegises, like you can just hit a crouching medium kick or stand medium kick in footsies and bump yeah. into aegis and you get a full combo. Like it's Dang. really good. So GTO Akira forty one, who always gives us lots of good information in the chat, says that Mago will be playing Yuri. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, okay. I saw some okay. matches of okay. them already. Okay. Uh, so the only uh, the only question for me about how good Yuri will be is whether the V-Skill will be practical. Mm. It's the 55 frame thing, which is as long as Alex's charge up is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which is, it's not easy for Alex to get that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he has to choose uh, whether uh. to do that or a meaty, and on some knockdowns he can't get it safe. Right. You can never do it in neutral. But I think that Yurian probably will be able to do it more, because he's gonna be zoning. And while, uh, while you're yeah. zoning, you can sneak in some of those, or you can decide whether it's like practical to not need to pressure on a knockdown because you can set up zoning instead. You can set up good right. footsies. So I feel like it's going to be more practical with them. And with with it set up, dude, you can't. It's impossible to jump on it. Yeah. It's like literally anything he does. The, any yeah. of the charges is legit anti-air. And I heard that um, his EX headbutt goes farther in V skill. When yes, it's v -skill it, does. Right? it does. Does. Well, let me let me ask combos. let me ask you this question then. <laughs> Do you think he has the potential to be the strongest DLC character? Right now, everyone says that's either Alex or Guile. Yeah, right? I do. You do? I okay. do. Yeah, honestly, I feel like it wouldn't be... I wouldn't be surprised if he breaks into that top eight. Really? Yeah, I feel oh, that's like really exciting, though. Dude. That's exciting, because, like, uh, I mean, look, we don't want Alien, right? Obviously, that's not what we want. No, of course. But yeah. the fact that none of the DLC characters have felt like they've been able to put a dent into the tournament scene has been kind of... Yeah, you know, kind yeah. of lackluster, I guess. I but mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm with you on that, but I do think that all of them are pretty good, and I feel that Guile and Alex are, like, just outside of that top. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Um, I, I don't know, dude. So far, I really like the... I guess this is the last one of this season, right? SFI DLC, I think, is really good. Like, right. I think that they did a lot of cool, creative things with those characters, and a lot of the problems that I had with the game on launch... Like the fact that there wasn't a defensive character, Guile, not not as much as he was before, but right. he certainly is more than other characters are. So that's kind of answered. People who really like setups, there you go. Right. People who like execution, you have Guile, you have Urian. Like there's stuff in there now. I think yeah. for a lot more people. And, and, and we'll talk about this a little bit later on, but I'm starting to actually believe that Guile is a pretty decent anti-Chun character. Mm. Not saying that he beats her by any stretch of the imagination, but I feel like. He's kind of designed well to fight against her, but like I said, we'll get to that once we get to EGX. So. I think he beats uh, Ryu too. But, okay. Oh yeah, really? sounds good. Okay. okay. Um, anything else to say about uh, DLC? You're in the uh, fact that there was Capcom Dotsis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think that's all I have for now. So uh, okay. again, I, I definitely want to mess with Urian some more later on, but uh, once I get a chance to do that, I'll probably just tweet out what I think. So. Cool. Sounds good. Okay. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about some tournament results and talking about some upcoming ones as well. All right, be right back. All right. Welcome back to the Tuesday. Time to go over results. Yep. Uh, hang on. Let's switch over my topics. I cool. Remember. Yeah. 
All right, fantastic. So EGX <laughs> happened this past weekend. Yes. It was a big event over there in mm. England. Uh, it was a pretty nice tournament, actually. It was uh, a premiere event. Well, it was yeah, a premiere uh -huh. event for Street Fighter Five, and a lot of people came. Uh, and it was really good, dude. The level of play over there, I will say. High five to those folks. European play is looking good. Look, looking I'm, good. The first thing I'm going to say about that event. What is wrong with the West Coast United States audience? Like, okay. East Coast audience is amazing in, in tournaments. And then that that Europe audience was mm, good. immaculate. Like, they yeah. were super into the they game. Were. They were super hyped. What's up? Like even like Midwest tournaments are still pretty loud. Yeah, uh huh. But there's something about West Coast audience. Like every time it's at like NCR, SCR. Well, let's see you. what happens at this SCR, right? Dude, when I'm not on commentary, like here, how about this? We have to do this, okay? okay if we're okay. not commentating at the moment. We want to go rile up the crowd. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Let's just start yelling. We'll try. And screaming. We'll try. <laughs> let's see how it works. Uh, but no, I'm. But I'm, no, I'm, I'm was, with you. Yeah, it was super awesome. They got a lot of great crowd shots. And look, I'm just gonna say that Mika cosplayer was adorable. Mm, like she, she was, was adorable. She was doing a good job. So I saw her at Kumite too. She was at Mika at oh, Kumite, cool. I'm pretty sure as well. So, but yeah, uh, but yeah, good event overall. Uh, Want to go over the results real quick? You got it. So a lot of people came from North America, from East Asia, and of course from Europe. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of those continents uh, <laughs> didn't get quite as far as the other. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's 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 talk about uh, the top eight here. So at seventh place we got Hurricane with Cammy, uh, Pax with Karen. Oops, what am I doing? The thing. The thing, which is not showing up here. The thing. What I need to do is set up which window I'm capturing. Okay. EGX results and pow, there we go, just like that. There Result. we go. EGX right. results. Yes, and then fifth place, Will Tupac with Laura, uh, and uh, Phenom with Nikali and M. Bison. Mostly Nikali. Yeah. Just a desperation M. Bison a couple of times. Uh, fourth place, uh, Beast Daigo Umahara. Third place, CBZ Unuki with Chun Li. Ryan Hart, second place with Ken M. Guile. First place, second event, premiere event in a row, Zowie's Gamer B. Yeah. So Gamer B is peaking at a good time right now. Mm. I remember the one year he didn't make it into Capcom Cup. He couldn't quite get it at the end That's and how, right. how devastated he was. But that is definitely the opposite is exactly happening right now. His Nikali looks super strong. Very consistent, strong. too. Just like consistently good decision making. Mm -hmm. Even at times where he goes wild, which sometimes he does, he does it at such like unusual moments. <laughs> you know? Like... It, like consistently unusual. I know that's right. kind of a hard to, it's like not an yeah. obvious thing, right? But uh, no, he does it really, really Dude, did well. Did you see that clip where the guy jumps over him, lands, and then he like waits half a second and uppercuts and kills him? Yeah. And they pan to the camera and it shows him and he just laughs. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you Bruce, you're such a jerk. Yeah, no, he played, he played super, super well. Yeah. And uh, Ryan Hart, I'm really happy oh. for too, man. Ryan Hart is such a good player and has been good for so long. And in every game, it always happens. Like, yeah. he's there in every game he's ever taken seriously. Yeah, and, and this is the matchup I really want to talk about, was the Ryan Hart-Onuki matchup. He just went straight to Guile to play against Chun-Li, and it was a close one, don't get me wrong. Like I yeah. said, there's by no means that Guile beats Chun-Li. Like, Chun-Li's worst matchup is 5-5. Five -five, right? right. Uh -huh. yeah. So, uh, but I just, I liked how it looked. 
It looked like you could control her a little bit more. It's easier to react to air lightning kicks with a flash kick, right? But most importantly, which is something that I don't see a lot of Guiles take advantage of, is that the light kick, flash kick charges faster than the other two. At least it feels that way in my oh, opinion. Oh, I didn't know that. And so when you throw a Sonic Boom, chun -Li has a higher jump than most characters. So I feel like you can Sonic Boom charge Flash Kick against her better than you can against other characters. And Sonic Boom kind of shuts down a little bit of her frontal, you know, her frontal attack and V-Skill Sonic Boom will beat her Fireball so she can't use that as a shield to get in. I just feel like it's a needs to be explored more. I don't think it'll ever get to a point where Guile has an advantage. In fact, it'll, there's more likely of a chance that Chun-Li will have an advantage when she figures it out, but um, I just think that that's a character that, that, that's a matchup that people need to look more in terms of countering Chun-Li. Dude, I'm, I'm with you. I think that she's better against, uh, that he's better against Chun-Li than most characters. Uh, Shoutouts to Nuki. Uh, obviously, very talented player and has been forever. You know, this is the first time you played against Daigo in a tournament in 15 years? <laughs> uh, Shoutouts to Junichi. So Nuki tweeted that out, and Junichi translated it, uh, fighting game ESL. Yes. But, uh, dude, that's wild. That's very interesting. Yeah, but he just, he played so well, and it's so good to see somebody from, who's been a top Chun-Li in Third Strike, CBS2, Super Turbo. Vampire Savior. Yeah, like great vampire. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. Mm -hmm. He's just always, he's another player who's been good at every game he takes seriously, so. Yeah. Uh, even in SF4 towards the start. So I'm, I'm really happy to see him doing that well. Yeah, he, he was a person who kind of seemed like he just was like at that point where he's like, I'm done with fighting games. Then he got sponsored and he was like, okay, I can do this again. Yeah, like he was just doing more commentary and uh -huh, tournament uh -huh, stuff, right? Uh -huh. But now he's playing. Yeah. And that, even after he beat Daigo, there was just this weird kind of like, wow, that was weird. <laughs> like kind of a smile on his face. Like, did we really just play each other <laughs> like in yeah. a tournament? Like in Europe for like all this money, so it was really cool. Yeah, man. Uh, Will Tupac with Laura, dude, very very strong. Uh, and then uh, if you look at outside of the top eight, it continues to be very European. Mr. Crimson, Problem X, Infectious, Zangi, Bonchan was there. Luffy's right there. Like uh, I'm still the daddy. They just had a lot of people. And then out even after that is when. Fine, Snake Eyes shows up, even after that, uh -huh. uh, I guess K-Brad did, maybe didn't make it out of... Uh, yeah, K-Brad didn't get very high. didn't get too much yeah. there. Yeah, no, it, but it was a very good tournament. Really high-level play, yeah. shots to everybody who did well. Yeah. I tried staying up and watching the whole thing. Like, I had it on my, like, on my iPad while I'm lying in bed and watching yeah. it. And I, I made it all the way to Loser's Finals, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, dude, I didn't even pretend that I could. I just woke up the next day. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I woke up the next day, and I watched the, the, the Ryan Hart uh, Nuki one, because that one I really needed to see. But, yeah, great stuff. Great stuff there. Uh, awesome tournament. And also really nicely you know done production and everything. It, uh, yeah, for sure. I agree. <laughs> I just wanted to briefly address what... Um, okay, here's the username. Why is SF5 so boring? Uh, <laughs> how, how do you guys feel about the top eight being age 35 and up? Oh! The top eight, I don't think, was, but that top four was... Yeah, he actually says star, top four, I mean. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Dude, even, not even 35, right? Like, Bruce... Yeah, let's like, that do That might it. be, like, 38 and up. Like, go, go back to it. Oh, go back to it? Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. So, Ryan is definitely, like, 39 years old. Is he, is he Ryan, like, 39 I believe already? he's 39. Because I know Gamer B is not as old as people think. Like, I think he's, like, 36 or something like that. I think like he's 36 that. or something. Yeah. Uh -huh. I guess Daigo was, like, 
35 or 36. Yeah, he's like, no, he's, he's Alex's age. Right? Is he Alex's age? Isn't he? That's too... Well, I'm 37, I believe. Yeah, about 37 or 30. That might be, really might be a that 37 already? and up okay. top eight, all right? <laughs> Bruce is 37, okay. Okay, Bruce is 37. Yeah, that, shout out to Ryan, man. I do keep scaring him. Look, you would I'm, never know he's that old. Ryan Hart is ridiculous. <laughs> he's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, but look, I'm just going to say, let's go old men. Yep, yep. <clears throat> and, and you know what? I mean, there is, you know, I've always ta- I'm always sitting here talking about how great execution and everything is, but there is kind of a... An example of how kind of removing that part of it helps some of the older players. So, yeah, you know. So there you go. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm serious about about Ryan. People are saying Daigo is 34 though, or 35. Oh, okay, okay, okay. close huh. enough. Close but enough. in any case, I think that's really good. Can I be honest? Like, I I want new people. I want new blood. At the same time, I want this to be something that people can keep doing for as long as they yeah, want to keep doing it. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm on both sides of that. Because, you know? I mean, look, at a lot of, we've been talking about esports in general, right? A lot of the other esports, the older players don't get this much success. Oh. They just don't. Like, this age is impossible. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, not, it's like a, literally a decade younger than them would also <laughs> be impossible. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. So... That's the cool thing about fighting games. Again, our reason to invest in fighting games. Hey, there you go. So, all right. Yeah, there you go. But uh, all right, let's go back to uh, results here. Never give up. Uh, took place this weekend. You can see right here in part of the Latin America tournaments here, and uh, very interesting results here. Uh, in seventh place, we've got DM Bike Bake. I never know how to pronounce that. Yeah, I just. Know. Uh, with Nash. Uh, Picoro with M. Bison, fifth place. Animetal with uh, Chun-Li. Chip with Vega, fourth place. Saga with Guile. Uh, third place, Berlino with Nikali. Second place, Tokido with Ryu. And first place, Panda TV Jawas. Nice. I know Jawas been traveling around. I think this is mm-hmm. the first one he's taken. Yep. So that's, that's great. Happy to see that. Yeah. The coolest thing about this, though, is that uh, I think I've told people about this URL before, which is uh, rank.showryouken.com slash rankings slash CPT. So uh, Bravo, who runs this site, uh, tweeted out recently, if you look at the Latin leaderboard now, so this is the Latin leaderboard. Sorry, it's cut off here on your screen a little bit. Here you can see on the Latin side of things, uh, this is a, oh, here we go, Latin, right here, that Brolinho is, has 305 points. Now he said that there's not that many events left in the Latin America region, so he is guaranteed now. So Brolinho from Brazil is guaranteed to be in Capcom Cup now, which means three years in a row, We've had a Brazil player make it to Capcom. So I'm over that. Yeah, so Berlinio right now, um, K Brad cannot catch up to him. And K Brad only has a one point lead, by the way, Mm. above Mysterio and a two point lead above Joa. So if those guys travel to some more events, this this is probably K Brad's best chance of qualifying as well. Unless, um, because he's won a regional finals, he'll be able to go to the Latin America qualifying premier event. Yeah. So he could win there, theoretically, right. but um, if he can keep this one-point lead over Mysterio, Dang. he'd be able to qualify. But Berlino is definitely uh, in there, according to the math, cool. according to Bavo. So uh, that's why uh, this third-place finish for him is really key, and that's super cool. And I did tweet at him, and I was like, please tell me how to pronounce your nickname, because I don't want to keep messing it up. 
And yeah, it's basically Broly and Ho. So. Yeah. <laughs> I really like Broly and Ho. It sounds hilarious, <laughs> but it's Broly and Ho. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, today uh, there was a stream where Tokido was playing against some of these players. I'm not really sure where that took place. I guess still somewhere in Latin uh-huh. America. Um, and uh, I saw him beat Brolinho, but then I saw Mysterio beat Tokido. Oh yeah, really? It was really oh, cool. Okay, okay, yeah, dude. Okay. The, again, very talented players over there as well. Oh yeah, okay. So EGX only had Street Fighter. Okay, uh, but Never Give Up had uh, also a King of Fighters 14 tournament. Uh, Diego got fourth with Nakaru Kim K or uh, replacing Kim with Yuri. Uh, Naru KOF third place King Yuri Mature. Second place, Mecha Black with Leona Love and uh, Athena. And first place, Isorito Mature Yuri Mai. And we've seen Isorito do well in some Street Fighter tournaments as well. Mm. But yeah, no, congratulations to Berlino. I'm super happy about that. I would love to see how he does uh, at Capcom Cup. Uh, Again, three years in a row that a Brazil player's made it. I think that's super cool. Agreed, man. Agreed. All right, so that's what I have there. Uh, that was for this past weekend. Uh, let's talk about some upcoming events, yeah. especially this weekend. Yeah. This weekend is a huge weekend. It's pretty packed. Huge weekend. There's so many events. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I don't. I don't even know how this happened, and it's kind of unfortunate. Um, <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. Uh, which let's let's talk about ESL book sure. beatdown first. Um, we're going to be there. We will be, yes. Uh, they announced the commentary team, which is going to be us two, <coughs> as well as Kisonic and Z. <coughs> and our correspondent is going to be Persia. So yeah. I'm, I'm super happy about that. I know Persia has uh, has been you know going places career-wise, so she hasn't had as much time in the FGC. But yeah. you know, she said she's not leaving. She'll still be around to do stuff. And so sure enough, she'll be there at uh, Brooklyn. And I'm Sweet. excited about that. Uh, but this is going to be a blood... Like, this tournament's ridiculous. Dude, it's a very packed tournament. A lot of top-level players are going. That's right. Uh, there's a lot of money on the line. $75,000 for the top 8 or top 16. I think it's 16. Yeah, top 16, yeah. which the first place is getting $30,000. So the pools just came out. Yeah. And uh, shout-outs to Spabrog. But uh, I'm just going to go through his list of what he has you for the pools. Throw that up on the old screen. Oh, yeah, there. actually, that's a good idea. I can do that. Um, yes, indeed. This uh, over here. Okay. There we go. Perfect. Okay. So pool one notables: infiltration, little. Uh, pool two is gonna be Justin Wong, Flux, Javits, Wolfcrone. Wolfcrone and Justin in the same pool. Really beautiful. Really beautiful. And uh, Willie Fresco. Uh, third third pool here is going to be Fudo, this is a crazy one, Fudo, Realistic, Native Impact, uh, Arturo, aka Sabin, Master Mike, Thought Whisperer, and EIC Hakote. Uh, El Chicote. El Chicote. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. That's <laughs> all good, dude. That's hilarious, though. <laughs> uh, JC Hensor, right? <laughs> right, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what just happened right there, JC right, Hensor. so Fudo and Native Impact, Rainbow Impact in the same pool. I am excited to see that. I want to see the bloodbath between those two. <laughs> and I'm kind of sorry for Arturo that he ended up in the pool with two super strong Mika players. Yeah, I that's know. a tough one, man. Oh, that's a tough man. matchup. <laughs> E-I-C Hakote. So I'm going to call him from now on. Uh, pool four. Jan. 
Tokido, CJ Showstopper, RLBS. Is that the Taiwan player? Or oh God, RLBS? Uh, no, no, no. He was the New York yeah, guy player. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Okay. I'm thinking of RB. That's what oh. it was. That's all. Okay, okay. Poem, Sage, Fubar Duck, and Zaffarino. All right, all right. Uh, pool five is going to be Daigo, Kiko Master RD. Hey, wow. Kiko so coming all the way up from Dominican Republic, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Shine, Chirithi, and John B. Okay, that's cool. So, pool six is Julio Fuentes, uh, Sabo, Commander Jesse, who nice. won the Wednesday night fights. By the way, did you see the grand finals of Wednesday night fights this last week? I got I to do commentary for that match. It was the most, like, the way that that one ended was, like, ridiculously hyped for a weekly. Who got second place? Uh, second place was uh, Bushin style. Oh, really? And uh, it was Commander Jesse coming from loser's bracket. And he had won the season already to get to ESL. But he had not won a Wednesday night fight. Ever. Ever, ever, ever at that point. And he came from loser's bracket. And it didn't look good at first. And then he ended up resetting it on a drop from Bushin style. Bushin really? style had the kill. And he missed a V-skill roll off of the tornado. Really? And that let... Uh, I almost called him Uncle Jesse again, which I always do. Commander Jesse uh, win, reset the bracket, and then he finally won his first wow. one. So many people were still there, and like the, like everybody who was left just like went insane when he won. And like you could see him, like he was like he was on the verge of tears. That's like, great, he was man. like super really emotional. It was super cool. So so that that's a cool pool because obviously Julio has been doing really really well. Mm -hmm. Sabo was the player who did really well in that online. Oh, that's right. Time. Yeah. So I'm excited uh -huh. to see what he does. And then Hamad, I know, has been playing more gear than he has Street Fighter, mm -hmm. so I'm interested to see where he's at, too. That's going to be a fun pool. Uh, pool 7, Cien, Alex Smith, 801 Strider, LPN, Moons, and Frankie Nunez. i got to tell you, a lot of people could come out of that pool. Like, yeah. you gotta, you got to uh -huh. think that Cien is the favorite there, of course, but look, Alex Smith has times that he looks great. Strider, same. LPN, Dude, same. Moons, same. This is one of those situations. The cool thing about it is the New York scene is very strong. And these are guys who don't get to travel as much. So people in the chat are, even myself, are all, are like, oh, I'm not sure who some of these guys are. Are they any good? And dude, they're, they're gonna surprise you, you know? Cause New York, like we said, uh, has a lot of strong players. So I expect a lot of upsets here. That's uh, cool. Upsets in terms of what general people know, but sure. all the New York players are gonna be like, look, we've obviously known about Sabo forever, right. you know, kind of thing. So uh, pool eight, Phenom. All the way out here uh, into New York. Smug, Human Bomb, this, this Ray is cool. Ray, who beat Daigo yeah. at ECT, and Santhrax, Sanford Kelly. That pool's ridiculous. This pool is so eight. I, I literally feel like any two people can come Dude, out. Of eight that. is a lucky number in Chinese. This is obviously not run by Chinese people because <laughs> it's not a lucky number. Like, Phenom has been doing well all over the place. He mm -hmm. won a big one. Human Bomb, always up there, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. He's been Evo Top 8 in the past. Smug has been really figuring out. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Like oh, dude, super I'm solid. so happy that he got that character. Yeah. I'm so he's happy. He's playing Dudley. Uh, and then Ray Ray, yeah, beat Daigo, did really well at ECT. Uh, like, dang, that's... Sanford, just, you can't count him out. He's, he's always, he always has the potential to win, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. Pool 9 is Knuckle Doo, CD Money. Marvisto, Snake Eyes, Defeat Lee, and Brooklyn Express. Dude, this is okay, ridiculous. All, right. the, all these pools are getting ridiculous. crazy now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ten. Uh, Xiaohai, Nasser, 
uh, Lionheart, Itazan, City of Brass, Spabrog himself, and, and Mono. <laughs> you know, again, like, at least four of those people could make it out, and probably should, but, uh... Oh my god, this is gonna be ridiculous. Okay, alright. So, 11, we've got F-Champ, Aliyun, yeah. wow, making it out here. Uh, L.I. Joe's not play. gonna be able to make it, yeah. L.E.S., Orange Van, and Mojo, okay. Uh, 12 is Momochi, Lud is in that pool, Crazy Joe, Kraymore, uh, Yipes, and Kevin Sparks. Uh, I know Kraymore and Yipes have been playing a yeah. lot of this game. Uh, pool 13, Mago, Lazy One, J. Rosa, NVT Flash, Flash. and D-Rez. Okay. Pool 14, Haitani, Alucard, Adnan, and Rom. Okay. Ooh. 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 Rom is making it out there. Okay, that's cool. Uh, 15, Kazunoko, Ron Masama, K. Brad, Mike and I 12, and Coach D, who is not no longer attending. So Ron Masama actually was the highest placing American at Japan Cup. So if you think that's joke pool, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, and then pool 16 is Ricky Ortiz, Berlino, who's making it out here uh, for ESL, and Rao NS. This tournament is pretty crazy, I gotta say. that There's a lot of really interesting potential in there. Yeah. And a lot of those pools could have four or five people who could come out of them. So e even some of the ones who are stacked, like there was that pool with Itazan in there where I yeah. felt like four people could come out of yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, and it's like really a possibility that Itazan yeah. could not, might not make it. Like yeah. it's, it's gonna be an exciting tournament. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Interesting. And um, uh, according to Ace King Offsuit, who, who said this in the chat, uh, he said that uh, maybe around, I mean, he said from his calculations, 13 out of the 14, like, highest point total CPT players are going to be there. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly uh, accurate, but it's got to be at least, like, 12 or 13 of them are up there. So that's going to be a ridiculous tournament. And, and you know, it's the first time Infiltration's been out to an event in a long time. True. Like, where's that guy gone? He, you know what? He, he's just like I don't, I can't, I don't need to qualify for Cap, Capcom Cup anymore. But I want, I want thirty thousand dollars. Right, <laughs> right. I'm sure that's part of it. <laughs> uh, I did hear that Urian is not allowed at ESL. I believe. Uh, that makes sense. I mean, typically yeah. you have to wait two weeks. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This, this seriously, some people in the chat are like, they can't believe how stacked this is. Yeah, yeah it's gonna it's, be really interesting. See, like, like I'm surprised that guys like, uh, like Phenom and and Bolinio were making out that even Rom. Yeah. And, you know, so a lot of these players from not the New York area are making Super it out safe. there. So, whew, it's gonna be good. Oh, someone put a link up to the brackets: esl one nychallengecom It'll be streamed at uh, Twitch.tv/esl underscore sf5 found that out. And also, uh, the finals is going to be in Barclays Center. Yes. Where, like, the Islanders play. And, and the uh, Brooklyn Nets, whatever the, right? Yeah, whatever that team's called now. <laughs> Jive, <all> right? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like in pro sports stadium. Uh, I mean, there's also CSGO going on, so heads up on that. Someone but. asked, do we think, does, does, uh, some not asked us, but asked someone else, uh, do you think that ESL is more stacked than Japan Cup? Probably not. Probably not. Probably but not. It's a, it's a very stacked event. Right? Yeah, it's it is very stacked. It's right up there. Yeah. Like, usually the craziest stacked events, like Japan Cup, like uh, Seam, yeah. are Asian tournaments. Right. But this one, in terms of U.S. tournaments, is about as stacked as it can get. Right. So Agreed. I'm super excited about that. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, that's going to be taking place at the Barclays Center. Again, we'll be there. We'll be doing commentary for that. Should be an interesting experience uh, for us as well. <laughs> Legit, like, didn't they change that team's name? Isn't it? Yeah, no, no, they were, they used to be the New Jersey Nets. No, no, but like, aren't they gonna, they're not gonna change the names? I'm not sure, actually. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I don't think they should. I always make that joke about the, 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 the Ed's teams, right? That hockey needs to get on the ball here, right? What, what's the joke? That the New York football has the Islanders and the Jets. The baseball has the, uh, Rangers and the Mets. The Mets, sorry, Rangers, God. Uh, the the Yankees and the Mets, and basketball has the Knicks and the Nets, okay. and hockey has Islanders and Rangers. Right, like they kind of messed up there. They don't have an Eds team name. What about the New Jersey Devils? Oh, was it Devs. the Devils? Oh, the Devs. I, I said the wrong one. I, you know what? I don't know any sports except for basketball, so there you go. Yeah, I don't really know basketball or even any sports nowadays. <laughs> Yeah, but it's the Jets, Mets, and Nets, so there you go. found out that Cal football is now 2-2. Two and two. I didn't know that until today. <laughs> wow. It's okay. weird, dude. Yeah. Mm. I've become an eSports fan. Sorry, people. I'm, I'm yeah, disappointing that. them in my in my A-sports knowledge, in my T-sports knowledge, S-sports knowledge. Sports sports. Sports Okay. Sports. I think uh, I like that one the best. That's why S-sports. S-sports. Yeah. S-sports. Because it's also really awkward to say yeah. S-sports. That's, yeah. yeah, so. What else is going on? Uh, coming up this weekend is also going to be CE Otaku, uh, which is a big event, obviously, for the anime scene. So obviously ESL is Street Fighter focused, but if your thing is more of the anime games and a lot of other side games as well, yeah. uh, CE Otaku is going to be really, really exciting. Uh, in fact, uh, they said that Guilty Gear, which has surpassed 200 entrants, which means Jabali is putting in two thousand of his own dollars into the pot, so he's adding two thousand dollars. I believe Blaze Blue passed their numbers. So I think like five hundred dollars is getting added nice. to the pot in that one as well. But Guilty Gear now, outside of Evo, this is the largest Guilty Gear tournament ever at like two hundred thirty-seven something people or something like that. Wow. So uh, yeah, so a lot of Guilty Gear people are very excited about that. A lot of strong players are going to be making it out to that event. Awesome. Uh, a lot of Obviously, they're going to be playing Blaze Blue, and then, like, you know, the smaller games, Nitro Plus Blasters mm-hmm. is being played, Vampire Savers is being played, Catherine is being played over there. Yeah. A whole bunch of games are going on over there, so um, definitely going to be super exciting. God, there's going to be so much fighting games to watch this weekend. Good weekend. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, pretty packed. Um, but, yeah, the, the big news is that Guilty Gear, both Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue got their uh, pop bonuses. And uh, yeah, and Arxis is donating big pop bonuses as well to them. I think nice. we mentioned the past weeks as well. So um, apparently, League of Legends World cha- World Championship starts. This weekend. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so don't keep. Uh, don't forget. Also, TwitchCon is this weekend. Uh, this week, even. Yes. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be a ton of stuff there for folks to care about, but there are going to be some cool things for sure. Yeah. So keep an eye on that. Yeah, definitely keep an eye on uh, FGC regulars. Uh, Tasty Steve and Sejam. Yeah, Steve that, and Steven will yeah, both be there. That's actually why they're not here right now, because they're heading to TwitchCon right now. Um, they've got some cool stuff coming up from uh, from some uh, groups that are that have had their hands in fighting games before. So that's uh, super exciting. Thumbs Definitely up. you want to check that out. It's going to be cool stuff. Looking forward to that. Yep. All right. Um, well, should we break away to the next thing? There's one more thing this weekend. Uh, let me see. There was something... Uh, 
So this weekend is also, if I'm not mistaken, Rumble in the Tundra, uh, Buffalo's annual major. Oh, sweet. Uh, but it's going to be, uh, there's going to be a $1,000 pop bonus for KOF 14. So that's like their main game, as well as a $500 pop bonus for Exert Revelator. Uh, but apparently, uh, Romance, Luis Cha, Canabalito is going to be there. Uh, all the SoCal KOF players. So that's taking place on October 1st and 2nd, as well, uh, this weekend with four different streams. Uh, Toronto Top Tiers will be doing Street Fighter V on Ultimate Marvel 3. Neil Russell will be doing Guilty Gear Tekken Mortal Kombat. Bifu Techie will be doing Smash events. And Kick Punch Block will be doing KOF and Pokin. So that's taking place this week. Taking place this weekend. And then also, before the Brooklyn Beatdown uh, on September 30th, Next Level Arcade is doing a new Legacy Street Fighter V exhibition event. Interesting. Uh, there was a whole bunch of things that you could donate to and achieve a bunch of unlocks, essentially. Like, I think the current one that they're trying to do is set up an exhibition between Alex Vai and Henry Sen. What? <laughs> yeah, NLBC versus oh, Level sick. Up, the old men, you know, taking... Uh, but I think the previous unlock is now they're going to stream live some Chris Who karaoke, oh. which is going to be amazing. But uh, this is all taking place on September 30th, so that's going to be taking place right before... Uh, that's Friday. Yeah, that's this Friday, yeah, because Brooklyn Beatdown is Saturday and Sunday, yeah. right? So, yeah. Wow, so, look at that lineup. Very interesting. You yeah. want to put the thing on there? Uh, oh, sure. Uh, the lineup looks like we have... Uh, we have Kazunoko's going to show up, Lud's going to be there, Wolf Crone. <laughs> yeah, it has the... Daigo, and uh, here's some of the scheduled list of matches. It's going to be Dan Slip versus Footwork, Ludovic versus Commander Jesse. Ooh, interesting. Uh, I got them bombs versus LPN, OG Shine versus Wolf Chrome, Ray Ray versus Bolinio, and Kazunoko versus Alucard. Wow. Okay. That's okay. cool. And Team Spooky will be running the stream, which I'm assuming that means uh, Arturo is going to be taking care of that. But that's happening on Friday before Brooklyn Beatdown, so... Right. You've got fighting games to watch for like 17 hours, and for like 700 hours this weekend. Apparently TRT in Brazil and fighting games challenge in Poland. Wow, okay, let me see if it I have those. It is a stacked weekend. Calendar, Brooklyn Beatdown, yeah, Tread to Championships. Tread of championships. Yeah, Tread to Champions. And then also fighting games challenge, yeah. Wow. Uh, that Fighting games challenge in Poland, yep. Uh, Does that, it say where in Poland? I don't see it. Uh, it says it's Atlas Arena in Lodz. Oh, okay. Lodz, Poland. And oh, yeah, I see. Treta Championships, which are going to be streamed on Team Dash PR, as well as Combat Club with all Ks. Um, that is going to be... And then, oh, but the mainstream, I'm sorry, is TRT Arcade. And, uh, yeah, that one is going to be taking place in uh, Brazil. Very cool. So, wow, there is a lot this of weekend. events this weekend. Holy crap, this is a popular weekend. Uh, wait, is Abuget Cup also running this weekend? Yeah, so Abuget Cup is running this weekend, which takes place in Indonesia, in Jakarta, Indonesia. And that is going to be streamed. I don't have the stream information here. I'm assuming it's going to be Beast APAC. I would think so. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Beast APAC. Uh, but you can look it up. But yeah, that's going to be going on this weekend with SF5, KOF14, Tekken Tag 2, Exerd, BBC, e CPEX, and Gundam as well. Wow. 
So when I said that there was, when I just exaggerated right now, when I said there's going to be like 700 hours of fighting games to watch this weekend, maybe that's not an exaggeration. That might actually be pretty close to the truth. <laughs> actually might be. Across all those streams, yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Because if you count stuff that's like not actually, like, if you calculate how many hours of fighting games will be played this weekend, right. might even exceed over 700 yeah. hours. Yeah. Yeah. Going to be very interesting. Of course, we won't get to watch any of it. <laughs> Uh, except for the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Beatdown, yeah. which is pretty good consolation. Or, or if you know we're doing that thing where we're in the hotel room on the phone trying to watch that some you stuff, probably you know, because that, yeah. that happens all the time. Yeah. Well, there you go. So that's this weekend. Thanks. Uh, very impressive. Uh, a couple of things I want to talk about from events not this weekend, but coming up. Canada Cup has announced uh, a lot of really cool things, but in particular of interest to me and to you probably is that there's going to be an awesome Super Turbo Tournament that is taking place over there that El Trouble and all those guys are going to be running and they have some guests there. They're going to get some Japanese players flying out there only for for, for, for Super Turbo. Yeah. And it is going to be Kusumundo, yeah. Shogatsu, and Matsu. One of the best Ken players Yeah, in the world. exactly, who has an awesome Ever. Ken player. Now, uh, let me see, is there anything else that I want to talk about here? Uh, so SCR is coming up, uh, Warner Brothers slash uh, NetherRealm Studios adding $10,000 to the Mortal Kombat X-Pot. And uh, that lineup for Mortal Kombat at SCR sounds ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like everybody's going. It's going to be super strong. And it's like one of the first times that everybody's traveled to a West Coast tournament for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, right? that's very rare. Yeah, yeah. so that's going to be nuts. Like, I heard, like, all of Yomi's going to be there, you know. Uh, I heard, obviously, Sonic Fox is going to be there. Oh. And even um, Tekken Master was saying, like, should I come out to this I event? That. I hope that we, happens. We got second place at EVO, and so yep. that... Mortal Kombat is going to be a game to watch at, at SER, for sure. For sure. I hope so. Uh, yeah. uh, Dreamhack Austin 2017 was announced. And they said that they were going to feature Street Fighter V as well as Super Smash Bros. Melee. Uh, also, Guilty Gear Revelator, there's the Slash series that uh, Majin Obama, aka uh, mm. at 2 Jazz, helps uh, put on. So, uh, a bunch of them have already happened. So, uh, definitely go hit up Majin Obama. Like I said, on Twitter, it's at 2 Jazz. And hit him up for, the, for links to the videos and stuff. This is matches featuring Kazunoko. Uh, Kazuki, Torio, and Maroshi, all very strong Kitsuki players. And then, of course, the last thing probably to mention is that Capcom Cup uh, was officially announced this morning to take place in Anaheim. Uh, I mean, it started with a leak, weekend. right? What's that? <laughs> started with a leak. Yeah, yeah, and then Capcom Fighters was like, whoops, yeah, here we go, yep, we're, we're taking place. So it's going to be in Anaheim. Uh, here in Southern gonna, California, the was, PlayStation Experience. Gonna do this, and then I was like, eh. <laughs> not sure, because it's it's closer to us. Yes, obviously it's good for us, but yeah. hey, people can go to Disneyland afterwards, right? Okay. You could make it more of a vacation kind of thing, right? Yeah, so right. there you go. But it is gonna be taking place down here. Obviously, San Francisco is a much bigger city than Anaheim is, and you know, San yeah. Francisco is a is definitely a hot spot to be at. But you know. Pretty close to a lot of good Vietnamese food. And Chinese food, yeah, and actually. Chinese food. And, and Chinese food. Um, but yeah, that's pretty exciting. We just found out about that. And uh, like we said, it'll be nice for us because it's in our hometown. But uh, it will be taking place at the PlayStation Experience again this year. Sweet. So, uh, make, make sure you mark your calendars down. It's the first weekend of December. 
which is where I guessing it was going to be. There was only one weekend that I knew that it wasn't going to happen, and that was when Winter Brawl was taking place. Because you know they, you know that they were like, look, yeah. just tell us what weekend it is so we don't have this conflict yeah, again. For sure. So as soon as Winter Brawl got announced, I was like, not that weekend. <laughs> but it'll be the first weekend, so there you go. You know what? They used to have fighting games at Disneyland. I don't know if they still do, but they had they that arcade, arcade there. The arcade really? is pretty much all gone. It makes me sad. Wow. It really makes me There's like very few things in it. Because um, at one point in time, they turned it into a retro arcade because of Wreck-It Ralph. So they had a lot of oh. old games there, like Frogger and all these oh. other things like that. And, and the Wreck-It Ralph arcade game that yeah. they made. And then like the last time I was there, it was like mostly closed. They're just oh, like no. selling things in there and like weird like... You know, prize game. What a bummer, man. Yeah, it makes me sad. I, I've heard that people who lived near enough to have a season pass would go there to play, like, in the arcade, like, yeah. back in the day. Like, they would have an arcade. True story, when Super Street Fighter Two first came out, the precursor to Super Turbo, yeah. Disneyland was, I think, the first place that got it in SoCal, so a lot of people went to go there to check it out. Yeah. And then everyone saw it and was like, why is this game so slow? And nobody <laughs> cared. <laughs> yeah. And nobody cared. <laughs> Alrighty, well. Okay. Alright, so let's take a break and we come back. Uh, some Just a little bit, we'll close out with some gaming community news. Alright, time back. to break away. What up? Alright, we're back. Um, let's just close out with some games and community stuff, but I uh, forgot to mention something that uh, I wanted to bring up here. Uh, Rivals of Ether, which is uh, the, 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 the Smash like game, mm -hmm. right? Um, Apparently they're setting up themselves. They're setting themselves up for a championship series beginning on October first. Why, why they would pick that weekend where everything is happening? I don't know. <laughs> Unfortunate, I'm sure, but that is, that's cool though. Uh, but it's going to be the Rivals Championship Series or RCS begins this Saturday, kicking off a 12-week circuit of offline and online tournaments across Europe and North America with players racking up circuit points, exclusive skins, etc., etc. Um, yeah, so uh, that's going to be happening. So if you're a big Rivals of Ether fan and didn't know about that, definitely check that out see if you can uh, get some information on that. So um, Also, a little bit of information was released from Bandai Namco about the King of Iron Fist tournament. Uh, they have the finals for the North American qualifier. Um, it's going to be taking place uh, at the Hilton Union Square. There's going to be a last chance qualifier uh, where there'll be 256 open slots to decide who will fill the remaining 20 player final. Remember, there's a lot of spots open thanks to one Circa Anakin. That's right. Who basically won tournament after tournament after tournament after tournament after tournament. And so um, they're going to be trying to fill those out. The winner of the bracket will then walk away with $10,000. It'll be held on the 10th of November at the Ruby Sky in San Francisco. Tickets will be going on sale on October 3rd at 10 a.m. Nice. So get yourself a ticket there. Very cool. That should be lots of fun. Good stuff. Good That's stuff awesome. going on there. Um, so for some game news here, uh, we talked about... What do you think of the new Street Fighter V stage transitions, actually? Uh, they seem pretty cool, man. Yeah, did you notice like the hats aren't permanent now, though? Like they get knocked the pads off. Get, yeah, they just get knocked off on the first hit. Unless you can get a perfect. That's true. That's true. The Extra the incentive to get a perfect. <laughs> Wear the banana thing or whatever it is. Right. The, the one thing that actually surprised me, actually the funniest one was when they put the banana hat on, on Ken. Like they put the bananas on him and he doesn't look any different. 
But I was actually surprised that only one stage has a new shift. I think it's the New York stage when you get knocked into the bank. Oh, I haven't you get seen knocked that. to the bank, and then it actually does the the half shift, like the like the bustling side streets. Oh, cool, man. So that's the only one. All the other ones are just like the side stuff that you get. I mean, they're really silly. Like I was surprised at how silly most of them were, but then I guess. You know, when you looked at the bus one, it, that one was pretty dang silly, too. So. Yeah, I mean, the first one they ever showed with uh, the noodles getting knocked onto somebody's head. Yeah, I guess that's pretty true. Silly. That's true. But, uh, cool. That's I'm, true. I'm all for that. Uh, also, Blaze Blue Central Fiction is launching with a bundle with a hoary gamepad. Really? That's going to be coming out in November. So, yeah, there's going to be a special edition Ooh, one that's here. That's very pretty, actually. Switch over here. You can check this out. This uh, the special edition that you can see right here. Uh, coming out in November and check this out. That is a really pretty That's pad. That's a really nice looking pad. That's a really pretty pad. That almost the bundle is $129. So you're getting the game and the pad for $129. It's not too bad actually. Man, I don't need to spend more money on these games. <laughs> like I bought the special edition uh, KOF because it had the art book, you know. Yeah. I bought the special edition Guilty Gear because it had all this extra stuff and I'm like I'm such a sucker for special editions, hey. dude. I'm, I'm a sucker Do for those thing. things, dude. So, uh, collection, collecting things. I just like collecting yeah. things, which is why I don't play Pokemon. Because <laughs> if I played Pokemon Go, I'd be dead. Man. Okay. Yeah, I've All been right. collecting everything, so. Uh, yeah, you should. You probably should not play WoW actually. <laughs> it's probably the best. Uh, so that's what I have for game news. Let me just move on to some community stuff here. We really need to get a stream producer one of these days. Uh, so, so there is some bad news here. So there, there is uh, a, a, a fighting game player uh, by the name of Shinro Tendo. Um, his wife of many years, he has three, they had three children together. Uh, she just passed away right. recently due to some uh, complications. And, um, you know, again, the fighting game community has been very, very good helping each other out times like this, right, for helping each other in times of needs. A GoFundMe page was set up for him. Uh, if you look up, let me see if I can figure it out over here, like how to, if you look up um, Stacy, hey, hey, let me just put it on the results screen here, yeah. because I, I don't want to put your name right now. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so here you go. If you look up this name right there, uh, and go to the funeral fund here, and you'll notice one thing though that th that they've already surpassed their goal. Okay. Okay. They've surpassed their goal. So if you have anything extra to give to them, you, you'd be perfectly welcome to. But one of the things I did want to mention was that the reason why the goal was surpassed here, let me show you here, the goal was surpassed by a lot, was because Maximilian put on a stream specifically for this, and they raised I think it was about eleven thousand dollars. Uh, to go into this fund. And so there you go. Uh, so shout outs to the Maximilian crew. He donated 2,000 of his own dollars to go into there. So, um, yeah. but yeah, it's a very unfortunate situation. And again, you know, it's always one of those things that, um, you know, it's, it's FGC is family. Even if you don't know these guys, we all know we share the same bond. We want to try to help them out a little bit even more, you know. Uh, also, uh, should mention that uh, DisplayLag.tv, uh, I'm sorry, DisplayLag.com, aka Forward. DisplayLag was asked to do an initial test, like they were just asked, like, 
what's the new lag? What's the new lag? So um, he did a quick test, not a very uh, thorough test, but his initial findings. Oops, sorry. Uh, Just wanted to make sure the mic was up. Uh, his new finds were that the lag went down from eight seconds on PS4 to 6.5. Frames. Click. Frames, 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 frames. So the original, remember, Street Fighter 4 was 5. So supposedly we're only 1.5 frames away from what Ultra Street Fighter 4 was, which is pretty good. And in fact, I've been seeing some people talk online. Uh, L.I. Joe was saying that he's been talking to some of the Japanese players, and they're saying that they can notice the difference and that characters like Nash are dropping in the tiers and uh, Ken is getting stronger. So they actually said they said that this is enough that it's actually affecting the tiers in a weird way. So, which is why you know I've never wanted Capcom to fix this, uh, you know, all the way down to five, until season two, just to kind of keep the game as similar as possible. But you know, it'll be interesting to see what it's going to uh, to see how it goes at this point. So, okay. Yeah, sorry guys about the audio. I'll I'll have to figure that out. But according to um, Logan, his Logan Sama, he said that he predicted that it was going to be a huge difference for Ken because he's going to be able to hit confirm a lot easier now right. on a lot of moves. So even though the run shenanigans don't work anymore, the run shenanigans were never real in the first place, yeah, right? That's not so, run, like run is still useful; you just can't be crazy about it. Right. Exactly. So there you go. Um, but yeah, so it's down to six point five. Uh, he is going to do. Excuse me. Uh, he's going to do some more extensive tests in the future to really narrow this down as much as possible with a different way to test it that's more accurate. So, that's uh, good stuff though, good stuff. Uh, there was a little video, uh, I forgot who made this video, uh, I think it's like Never Knows Best, I believe. Okay. But uh, he just made this video where he talked about rhythm in fighting games. Okay. Like, and how rhythm is an aspect that a lot of people don't talk about and how that affects uh, the way that you play. Like his example was like corn, fireball corner trap. It was like Hadouken, Hadouken, Hadouken. And if you throw it like that, then it becomes easy to predict. But if you like Hadouken, 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 you know, like mm -hmm. that, that it kind of throws things off, mm -hmm. sure. you know. And uh, I thought it was a really good video. Definitely check that out. Uh, you can look it up on SRK if you look for the headline, Feel the Beat of Battle in this Rhythmic Street Fighter Guide. Uh, it's in video. I've always talked about this a lot because yeah. I always mention syncopation. Like that's one of my favorite things to talk about in time Indeed. games. It's like, don't find that one right beat moment. Like wake up uppercut. Always do it a little later. You know, just adding that syncopation in there. So I think that's uh, that he that basically that's kind of the same concept in there. So never knows best is in the chat. Hey hey. Oh really? Oh cool. Sweet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Shoutouts to you. And he's got a raccoon emote. What is that? Racket. And then uh, also, good news uh, on the dot sports, uh, esports, dot esports front is that I, uh, there are some updates. We talked about it a little last week. Yeah. Uh, they said that there wasn't actually any dot esports layoffs. Oh. So according to Efren, dot uh, esports hasn't laid off any staff. Oh. Best of three is on hiatus for now. There are options for dot esports going forward. So okay. there's still a chance that they will come back and be able to do some cool things. That, of course, is Efren and Dostanka. And uh, Ace King Offsuit and uh, John Guerrero, aka Velociraptor. Awesome, yeah, I hope that that yeah. continues. Yeah, and uh, that's all I have here. If you have anything else that you wanted to talk about? Nope. 
Alright, cool! <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm fixing to try that new game, Battle Right, that everybody's talking about. Apparently it's like a multiplayer online battle arena. Okay. MOBA. Okay. Uh, but that a lot of people are talking about it, and that it's very good, and that the games are kind of short, and they don't take oh, forever. Oh, okay, okay, okay. There's one thing that sounds nice. I haven't played it yet, but I've, I've heard a lot of good words about it, so I'm looking forward to trying it out. If anybody wants to play, look me up. My name will definitely be a Jewish joke. <laughs> nothing, not, nothing in mind right now. Not yet decided. I haven't yet seen the characters, okay. but uh, I'm sure there'll be some kind of inspiration. Seems to show up in everything. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's that. That's, uh, that's one thing that's coming up. Okay. And then uh, I'm really stoked for ESL. You know, uh, you know the when they first did the MKX stuff, when they first announced it, I was not so sure. Mm -hmm. Remember this? Like, I thought it was going to be kind of uh, vapid, I guess, and like not legit. Very kind of just, yeah, yeah, like what uh, you know, sort of the negative things you have to think about esports, or that I at least did, uh, and I thought instead it was great, and very authentic, and the people they have running it are all fighting game folks, and I loved that, and, and I, then they put on those weekly MKX things, and I thought that was great, online sucked, that wasn't their fault, uh, <laughs> but I thought that they did as well as they could, and uh, so I'm, I'm really excited to work with them again, because I think that they've done a good job so far, yeah. Yep, no, exci definitely excited to see what they're going to do in the future as well. I gotta imagine this is a big test for them to see how much SF5 content they want to yeah. do, you know. But hey, they've got a lot of the good players out there right now, and it's gonna be a pretty killer event. So uh, I think uh, hopefully there'll be a lot of viewers watching that. But again, look, if you guys are gonna watch an event, um, if your bandwidth can handle it, if you can turn on CEO Taku, if you can turn on Trek Games, if you can turn on TwitchCon stuff yeah. with, uh, with again with Steve and Steven, um, you know. Please do, please do. So, let's spread the love, spread the love. So. Okay. Yeah, the MOBA term, I mean, I, they were called Action RTS before that, which is also a pretty bad name. So. <laughs> really? Yeah, neither one is ideal, MOBA or, or, or Arts. Arts? Action RTS, yeah. basically? Arts, okay, okay, okay that's yeah. not a good one. That just sounds right for, for good fart jokes, though. At that point. Oh, man, an opportunity missed. <laughs> Fart sports, yeah. Yeah, uh, so I'm gonna go home and try out that game Battle Right. So let me know okay. if anybody's. Cool, cool. All right, uh, I got nothing else here, so I guess that'll be it for the day. Really need to get ourselves an outro video. That'd be awesome. I really need to make myself make ourselves an outro video. But I'm waiting for one thing. I'm waiting for one thing, and we'll talk about that hopefully in the future. So, okay, uh, that's about it. I will talk to you guys later. Once again, uh, hang on. Let me go to this screen. Dota like, I mean, I always call those games Dota like, but. Uh, Want to give a shout out to Con Shonery. That's a cool name. That's awesome. Uh, for the subscription. Uh, not show up. Just show up here. Uh, come on, Twitch thing is not working. My Twitch alerts is not working. Let me see if I can get some of the other guys to show up. So Fox Johns followed us. Um, it's not working. It's not working right now. Shoutouts to Demigod uh, of Rage. Demigod of Rage, yeah. And Conchon, uh, those, so those guys followed and Conchon already subscribed uh, to us. Sorry, I can't get that up there. But uh, 
and then uh, just now Diamond Grim followed us. So shoutouts to all you guys. Thanks very much. And uh, I guess happy video games. All right, peace out, everybody.